0: Today we're concluding our series on labels, and, uh, and then uh, we'll get started. So let's pray one more time, and then we'll start. So Father, we thank you, God, for today. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. God, I pray that uh, within the next minutes together, God, that you, would, uh, that you would just be made known, God, in our hearts and in our lives, Uh, God, more than anything, we just want to leave here changed. We want to leave here better, not for our own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us, God. And we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 13 today. Matthew chapter 13, uh, verse 3 through 8. This is a very familiar passage. If you grew up in church, you've heard this a thousand times. Um, But Matthew chapter 13 Verse 3, it says this Then he, he being Jesus, told them many things in a parable, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plant. Still, other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop 160 or 30 times what was sown. This morning, we're, we're talking about labels. But uh, before we jump into labels, I want to let you know that I have, I work out. Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, let me rephrase that. I don't really work out. I have a gym membership. <laughs> There's a difference. At the beginning of this year, 2022, I was like, I, I want to start working out and-, and just, you know, like, I just just want to work out. And so I got a membership. I'm a-, I'm a member at Planet Fitness. Come on, $10 a month. Uh, and that's probably the problem. Why I don't go? Because it's only $10 and it's just $10, but, uh, but, but so, so I have this gym membership, and, um, and I don't really go, I probably, since the start of the year, I've probably been three times, and one of those times don't even count because one of the times I just walked in, and I was just admiring the equipment, and then I left, I, like I, I didn't even work out, so maybe two times that I've been to the gym uh, with the gym, but guess what, like I am so proud that I got a gym membership. I'll tell you what, I am quick to be like, hey, I, I have a gym membership. Like I'm in fact the other day I, I saw a, my friend and uh, he was looking all chiseled and cut like he's been working out and I went up to him I was like bro you look amazing like are you working out he's like he's like yeah I go to Planet Fitness I said I do too <laughs> Yeah yeah. And I was like, I was like, I do too. And, and I was like, I showed him my little app that has my membership enrollment thing in there. And I just I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud. But here here's the thing with with having a gym membership. It's a love and hate relationship. Like I love the idea of getting buff. I don't like the, the process of getting buff. Right, and so, so I have my gym membership, and I just, I tell people about it, I just, I, I show people, I, I let them know that I go to Planet Fitness, and, 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 but that's about it, that's the extent of it. But here's the epiphany, and, and I don't mean to insult your intelligence this morning, but, but he, here's the conclusion that I've come to, is that I can show my membership all that I want. But until I use the membership, the whole point of why I have the membership is for nothing. Let me say it this way. Uh, the, the, the membership allows me to be part of something that could eventually change who I am. Now here's why I'm telling you this. It's because if I am not careful, when it comes to the, the way that I listen to the labels that God has given me, I will, I will think that these labels are just for me to walk around and to say that God loves me, that I have these labels, that God speaks about me, and then leave it at that. And if I do that, I completely miss the whole point of why God is giving these labels to me. Like, there, there's, there's a purpose, there's a point for the labels that God gives us. In fact, if you weren't here the past couple weeks, uh, we talked about the different reasons or the different why, reason, the different ways or the reasons why we have labels. Sorry, I'm working through it. Pray for me. I just I'm tired from thinking about going to the gym. <laughs> So week one, week one, we talked about that God is not in the repairing business. He's not in the restoration business. He's in the business of making you new. In fact, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passed away. Behold, all things are made new. And so God has given me, when I am in Christ Jesus, he has given me the label of being made new. Come on, somebody. Last week, Janice, she she shared with us that that, that different things that God says about us in the word, that we're a masterpiece, we're royalty, that we're loved, we're redeemed, and all these things, these are labels that God has given us. And that these labels that God speaks over us and he he places them on our life. but, But if I am not careful, again, I will just allow these labels just to sit on me and I will do nothing with them. I will just walk around and let people know, hey, did you know, by the way, I'm loved, I'm redeemed, I'm made new. And that's great, but can I propose to you this morning that the labels that God has given you, the labels that God continuously speaks over your life, they're for something more. They're for a purpose. And so uh, this morning, interestingly enough in Matthew chapter 13, the verse that we, that we read at, at the beginning of our time together, what we see is Jesus, He so eloquently allows us to see four things that happen when, uh, when, four things that happen when, when those labels, the words that God gives us, what we do with them. And so Jesus, he he's talking about a farmer. He said that there's a farmer, and he goes around. He has seed, and the farmer's just like crazily throwing seed everywhere. And some seed falls on the path, and the birds come and they take the seed. Some seeds fall on uh, rocky ground, gravel, and it sprouts. But because uh, it's not rooted deep into something, when the sun comes out, it kills it. Some seeds fell on a thorny ground, like where weeds were, and, uh, and, and, and they grew up, but the weeds choked them out. But then Jesus said that some of the seeds fell on good ground, and it produced a harvest. And, and I want to propose to you this morning that, that the, the labels, the words that God speaks to you is to produce something in your life, to produce something in my life. And so Jesus, he's telling this story about this farmer, and by the time he's done, the disciples are like, Jesus, we have no idea about what you're talking about. Like, we appreciate the, the, uh, the lesson, the, the master class in what not to do when you're growing plants, but Jesus, other than that, we have no idea what you're saying. And then Jesus, he, he, he begins to share with, with the crowd what he is referring to, and what he's talking about. And so a couple of things that, that's important to understand is that uh, Jesus said that when, I, when he's talking about seeds, the seeds that the farmer was throwing, he's referring to the word. Now, in the Greek, there's two words for the word word. That was weird. Uh, there's, there's logos and then there's rhema. Logos would be considered the written word, right? So scripture, like our Bible, our Holy Bible, that. And then there's rhema, and that's when God speaks to us. And, um, and, and so there's, but, but in, in this parable about the seed, the word that Jesus used, the Greek word that Jesus used is the word logos. And so he's saying, he's saying that the seed is the word. I wish I had my Bible up here. I have my phone that has the Bible, but, but, but he, he, Jesus is saying like the word, like the seed is the word, that, 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 that it produces something that, that when, I, when, when the seeds that are thrown, it, it's the word. And then, and then he goes on to say that the soil, like the different grounds, the four grounds, the, the pavement, the, the, the rocky ground, the, the weeds, and then the good soil, those are all, those represent, those grounds represent our heart. And he said, he goes on to say that depending on how your heart is will determine what you do with the words or the labels that God gives you. And so Jesus, he, he, he's, he's sharing this with, um, with, with, with the, the, the crowd and he's letting them know. And then he goes on and says this, and we read this in Matthew chapter 13. Verse 18, he's giving the response because every single person in this room, uh, the labels that God has given you, specifically with being made new, specifically with what Janice shared with us last week, that you are redeemed, that you are loved, that you are royalty. That, like, we all do something with those labels, those words. You guys understand how I'm correlating labels and words? Like, we all do something with them, okay? And so we're going to go through the four, the four different soils, the four different ways that we process the labels that God has given us. And each and every one of us, we fall into one of these four categories. And so the first one, Jesus goes on, he says, when anyone hears news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in, it just remains on the surface. And so the evil one comes along and plucks it right out of the person's heart. This is the seed that the farmer scatters on the road. So so we we're learning about these labels that you're made new, that you're redeemed, that you're holy, that you're righteous, that you're an, you're a child of God, that you're royalty. And those are the seeds, those are labels that God is speaking to you based off of his word. And there's some in here the past 2 weeks we've been talking about the labels that God's given you that you're loved, that you're redeemed. And, and and the way that you processed it would have been like this first seed. It would have fallen on the ground, and it didn't even take root. You're like that is impossible. There is no way that God can ever see me that way. There's no way that God can ever love me that way. Like God doesn't know. Like he 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 has no idea what I did last summer. Come on, '90s kids. he he's saying that that these seed, like these seeds these words these labels that god that god is that god has spoken over us based off of his word that they, they just fall on the ground and they don't even like take root in our heart in fact in fact this is this is a true case study right here in in the little clip by the way we put like clips on social media like a 60 minute 60 minute what 60 second clip of the message in this past week it was a clip of janice talking about all the four labels that god has given you and i didn't even know this josh our production shout out josh we love you um he was like did you guys see the comment on on um, on that little clip and we were like no he said he said someone had had responded on there and and said something to to the effect that those are lies that's impossible that can never happen And so so like sometimes the labels that God speaks to his word, like they fall on hard ground where we're like, man, we can't I, I can't even I can't even relate to that. There's not that's not even possible. And so if you are here this morning and that is you, hey, you're welcome. We are glad that you're here. You just stick it out. We believe that you just keep coming, fake it till you make it. All of a sudden, one day, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like, Jesus, I love you. That's how it works. That's how it worked for me. And so we're glad that you're here. Uh, the second thing here it is Matthew 13, verse 20. The seed cast in the gravel, this is the person who hears and instantly responds with enthusiasm, but there's no soil of character. Hello. And so when the emotions wear off and some difficulties arrive, there is nothing to show for him. And so here we are, we're in the labels, we're like, God has made you new. And you're like, praise Jesus. Like, you are royalty. <sighs> Depending on the type of church you grew up in, all right? Some of you are like, amen. <laughs> right, like, Like you, you, you're royalty. Like you're, you're his masterpiece. And you're like, whoo! You, you, like you leave this place and you're fired up. You're like, look at these libels. Yes! And you're so hyped, man. You get out in the car, you turn on your Caleb. You hate Caleb normally, but you turn on Caleb. Because you're like, man, I am feeling it this morning. I got these labels of who got, and you're doing good. And then Monday morning hits. Maybe some of y'all didn't even make it to Monday. (laughs) Some of y'all just might have made it to the parking lot, you know. And and you wake up Monday morning, and you're like, Whoa, I have these labels of God. Praise Jesus. Whoa. And then all of a sudden, man, like you get to your car, and your car doesn't start. You're driving on the freeway, and all of a sudden, you run over something, and it pops your tire. You're getting your kids ready for school, and they're like running all crazy, and you just want to spank them, but you can't because you live in Sonoma County. <laughs> and we give stars. <laughs> Gold star if you're good, a red star, and that means you're spanked. Anyways, um, t- we just having therapy for me right here. <laughs> I, didn't raise a- I wasn't raised with no stars. I was... I saw stars. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mom and dad, I'm kidding. They're here somewhere. <laughs> I got to focus. What? I don't even know what we're talking about. What are you, parents in classes talking about this morning? Parents. Um, so Monday morning, you you, you like you like you these labels, man. And then all of a sudden, something happens. Remember Jesus, when he was first just telling the parable, he said the the, the plant, it it grew, but the sun came out. and, and, And it dried up the plant. Like, how are your labels withstanding the heat? Like for some of us, we, we heard about these labels and we're excited about it. But then all of a sudden, when a little pressure comes, a little heat comes, all of a sudden these labels were like, What? I don't believe it. And so maybe that's you this morning. Maybe you're in here this morning. And 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 the labels that God has spoken over you based off of His word, may, maybe for you, they 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 landed, they begin to produce something. But all of a sudden, like, they didn't produce enough because whenever uh, trials came, whenever hardships came, like, it just, it just killed it. And you're sitting in here this morning like, like, we didn't even talk about labels the past two weeks. And you're like, John, help me out. So that's the second one. Here, here we go. Verse 22. The seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news, but weeds of worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangles what was hurt, and nothing comes of it. So these labels, God's made me new. I love that label. I'm his masterpiece. He says, I'm his masterpiece. I love that label. I'm royalty. Oh, I love that label. I am loved. Come on, I'll take that label. I'm redeemed. Praise Jesus. And I'm walking around with these labels. And unlike the second seed, when trials come, I'm like I'm so locked in on these labels of what God says about me. Those trials, they don't even, they don't even bother me. Like I understand that I'm going through something, but man, I'm still just like I, I understand and I'm believing these labels that God has given me. Praise God. But then all of a sudden, just like this this tree that it grew, but, but Jesus said it got strangled out by the thorns, by the weeds that were around it. It began to lose focus. And so maybe some of you in here this morning, like, you've embraced those labels that God's given you. But then all of a sudden, man, you begin to lose focus. All of a sudden, the labels that God's given you, like, you, you, you're there, but all of a sudden, man, those labels that my, my girlfriend is telling me, I, I begin to pay more attention to that. The labels that culture has given me, I pay more attention to that. The, the labels, and so all of a sudden, like, I lose my focus of what was right here of what God says about me, and I begin to to drift and shift and begin to to be drawn to stuff over here. And And Jesus said that what happens is it gradually begins to choke me out. Like I try to find validation. I try to find life in these things over here because, listen, they do good for a while. The validation that I get from my spouse, I love it but I can't just live off of that. The validation that I get from my employer, like I love it, but I can't just live off of that. Because all of a sudden, like if I do, I'm relying on something that was never meant to sustain me. And so now I'm just shriveling up, being choked out. And so that's the third So, so we, we have the pavement, we have uh, the, uh, the gravel, the, the stony path and then, and then we have the weeds and then Jesus goes on to say this in Matthew 23 and this is the last soil and this is really the goal the hope for 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 the hope that I have for all of us here this morning the seed cast on good earth is a person who hears and takes in the news and then produces a harvest beyond his wildest dreams The good earth is a person who hears, takes it in, and then it produces a harvest beyond our wildest dreams. So Jesus informs us that he gives us, um, that these labels that he's given us is for a purpose, is for a reason. Like there's a point for it. There's a point why God has given us these labels. Like there's something. For it. Like God is not just speaking labels over your life for nothing. God is not just calling me a masterpiece for nothing. God is not just calling me redeemed for nothing. God is not just calling me new for nothing. There's a purpose for it. There's a reason for it. And so so it says uh, that when I hear the word, so... Th- Jesus says, the seed cast on good ground is the person who hears and takes it in. So so he says that we got to hear the word. But I can't just hear the word. Right, like the past three soils, they heard the word as well. So, So it has to go beyond just me hearing the word. It has to go past me just hearing what God is saying about me. It has, to, it has to go further than just that. In fact, we read in James chapter 1, he says that, uh, that we can't just be doers of the word, or excuse me, hearers of the word, but we also have to be doers of the word. So Jesus said that the good soil are people that hear the word, and then they also do something about it. They take in the word. So, like, there's this it's just the idea that, that the seed that falls, like, there's something that I do with it. There, there's a stewarding that's involved with these seeds. That the labels that God gives me, that, that there's some stewarding that I have to do to produce a result, to produce a harvest. And so this morning, what I want us to do last, last, I'm closing. We got eight minutes, three ways to steward the labels that God gives us. So the labels that we read in in scripture, in in the Holy Bible, like how do we steward those things so that we don't just walk around with these labels, but we're actually allowing them to seep deep into our hearts to produce something. Because that's what it's all about, friends is to be changed. Come on, somebody. Like, no one has time to come in here once a week, four times a month, and to not be changed. Like, we got better things to do than that. So we got to allow the Word to, we got to steward the Word so that it produces something in our hearts. And so I got three ways to steward the labels. We're gonna have the keys come up, because I feel like I just preach better and longer that way. (laughs) Let's be honest, right? (laughs) Like, And so uh, we're going to look at Joshua chapter one. and, And in Joshua chapter one, he gives us, God gives us three ways that we steward it. And this is an interesting passage because this is right when Moses dies and God goes to Joshua. He's like, hey, Moses, or excuse me, he goes to Joshua and he's like, hey, Moses just died. And so Joshua, now it's your turn to step up. It's your turn to take the mantle of leadership. And to walk it out. He's like, Joshua, it's your turn. This morning, I want to encourage you and to say, it's your turn. It's your turn to walk out the word. It's your turn to walk out what Jesus has for you. And so here it is. Uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This is God speaking to Joshua. He says, keep this book of the law. Always on your lips. So the book of the law is referring to the Torah, the first five books in the Old Testament. That's all they had at that moment. They didn't have all all the entire Bible that we have on their iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's all they had, ladies and gentlemen. And so he said, keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. So I love that, that he gives us those three things. And when that happens, what happens? Like, harvest is produced. So the first one, the first thing, he says, keep them always on your lips. So the first thing, the first way we steward the labels is we gotta learn to recite the labels. Recite the labels. Proverbs 18 21. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits death and life are in the power of the tongue so so the words your words they're either revering or repelling the labels that God's given you so when God says that you're his masterpiece When God tells you that that you're made new in Christ Jesus, you're either revering it, so like honoring it. You're like, wow, that's amazing. Or you're repelling it based off of what you say. So let me ask you this, friends. What are you saying about the labels that God's given you? Like, what are... What are you reciting the labels that God's given you? Are your words like impossible? That can never happen. I'm not a masterpiece. In fact, I'm a failure. Nobody likes me. And see, all of a sudden, those seeds Like, when when I begin to recite the wrong things, the seeds that fall in my heart, the labels, the words that fall on my heart, when I recite the wrong things, the soil of my heart becomes corrupt. And it begins to choke out those seeds, those labels that God's spoken over my life. And so God, he's telling Joshua, hey, recite the words Of the law. Recite what's in here, not my phone, the Bible. Like, recite the promises. That's why I think that there's something about being able to read vocally scripture, to read the promises of God in scripture, to begin to speak it. Guys, there's something powerful about your words. Think about this. The entire existence of the world started with words. There's something about what you speak. So I challenge you this morning, begin to recite the right things. Begin to recite the the words that God has spoken over your life. Then God goes on to say, don't just keep them always on your lips. Meditate on them day and night. So here's the second thing. I want to recite the labels. I want to meditate on the labels. Paul writes this in Philippians 4.8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. See, Paul understands that your mind is powerful. Did you, did you realize that? Your mind is powerful. That the battles that you go through starts in your mind. And so Paul, he understood that what you focus on shapes your thoughts. And your, your thoughts shape your actions. So Paul's encouraging us, hey, let's focus on the right things. Instead of focusing on the wrong things. Because when I focus on the wrong things, it begins to, to tox, of, toxicify. I made that word up. You're like, we know, John. <laughs> like, we can tell. <laughs> like, welcome to America. And so, make your heart toxic. <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm just kidding. Like it, it, the 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 way my focus can can make my heart toxic, the ground toxic. And so I got I need to focus on the right things. I got to meditate on the right things. I, I got to begin to think about not like I got to, my my focus has to be on the right thing. Because if it's not, it'll it'll begin to, to torment my soul, my, my my spirit, my heart. See, some of us in this in, in this room, like we focus so much on the negativity. We focus so much on what the news is saying. We focus so so much on like the the, the, the wrong people that we're hanging out with. And and, and we begin to to listen to it, and we begin to think about it, and we begin to process it. And what you don't realize is that those thoughts, they're they're slowly decaying your actions. They're slowly chipping away at at the harvest that God wants to do in your heart and in your life. And so, as Paul was saying, i got to focus on the right things. And it's not being naive to what's happening around us. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I don't hear anything. Like, that's the, like I'm not saying that, to not acknowledge what's happening in our city, in our world, in your world. But I am saying you don't have to focus on it. I am saying you don't have to meditate on it. I am saying you don't have to marinate your spirit in such, such things. And so three ways we steward the labels that God gives us. We recite the labels. We meditate on the labels. And the last one, we got to learn to live the labels. The psalmist writes in 119 verse 105, Your word is a lamp for my feet. It's a light on my path. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. What he's implying here is that God's word should be taken lead in your life and in my life. Like it's it's shining light cuz how many of you guys know like it gets dark sometimes. It gets dark like sometimes I don't know where I'm heading. Okay, that's just me. Because y'all are looking at me like, oh, no, that's just you, John. So, so, so I don't know where I'm going sometimes. Sometimes it's really dark, and I'm confused. I don't know which direction I'm headed. And the psalmist says, hey, God's word is a lamp to your feet, and it's a light to your path. Hey, how dark can we make it in here, production team? I'm throwing them a curveball, I'm sorry. So, like, I I honestly, I can't see the edge of the stage. And, And so some of us in here, we're like, I can't see the edge of the stage. But, uh. But you're like, well, I'll try it out anyway. And we're like, y'all can't even see what I'm doing, but I'm trying to figure out where the where the edge is. And I'm like, where is, see, some of us in here, we're, we're trying to figure out life by ourselves. We're trying to, to figure out these labels that God's given us we're we're trying to figure out which direction we're supposed to be going like how do i steward these labels i don't know god i don't know how to i don't know how to how to Walk this out. I don't know how to be your masterpiece. I don't know how to how to be made or how to walk out my newness. Like, what am I supposed to do? And, and the psalmist says that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh, here we go. There's, there we go. And it's leading me. It's leading me. And, like, I'm walking and I'm like, I can't, like, if it's off, I'm like, ah! But I'm just walking it out. Because that's what, that's what the psalmist is saying. Like, he, he's telling me to just walk it out. Like, that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And, uh, man, like, it's so true because, like, I can see way better when the when word is leading me and when the word is guiding me. Like, I can like everything's making sense. Everything's more clear. i'm not I'm not fearful of where I'm going because like he's leading me. His word is leading me. His word is directing me. It's guiding me. And and, and, and it's bringing me to where I need to be. It's bringing me to that place. Where, where God said that when that happens, when I begin to, and we can hit the lights back on, when I begin to live that, and when I allow the labels that God has him, when I live it out, all of a sudden something happens. When I begin to live out these labels, and they're not just something I wear as a badge of honor or a membership that I'm showing around, but I'm actually living it out and I'm putting them on, and those labels are becoming who I am in Christ Jesus. All of a sudden, friends, there is something that is produced inside of me. There is a harvest that is growing deep inside of me because my labels are not what I'm just wearing, but is who I am. I'm not pretending I'm a masterpiece. I'm understanding I am. I'm living like I am. And when my faith can be something like that, whoo, Ronald Park, watch out. When I could live my faith like that, Sonoma County, wherever you work, watch out. It's about to get crazy. It's about to get crazy because I'm no longer just like flaunting my labels, but I'm living my labels. I am my labels. And friends, that's Christianity. That's what Jesus died for. He didn't die for you to just walk around with labels on you. He died so that you can live those labels, that you can be those labels. Because he wants you changed. He wants you different. He wants me changed. He wants me different. Not for my own benefit, but so that we can change the world around us.